Oye, chicos, pero here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreams. After making a stop to refuel, it probably means we're very, very close to the Busy Bee, my favorite rest stop in the state of Florida. My goodness, I can't wait to try to get a nice strong stream in one of those beautiful toilets. And Claudia discovers a familiar symbol in the restroom. No, 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 I just wanted to pee. I just wanted to pee. I just wanted to do my business. I did not want to find out. And brings the rest of the patrol force into the stall. Well, fuck me gently. Let's see what happens now. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, fuck me gently. I already did that, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? Hayes elbows David and says, With a chainsaw? Get it? Like a... Get it like the show tune from Heathers. Oh, of course, I understand. I don't always understand, but I understood that one, Hayes. <laughs> what the fuck? Cletus uh, wipes his face and sticks his nose up right in that drawing button thing. Like to press it or just to look at it? Uh, just get a better look. Uh, yeah, it's there. And now he gen he slowly pushes his nose into the button. <laughs> you slowly push your nose into the button and it goes in. Uh, the stone button sinks into the wall, and you hear mechanisms begin to move around you. The toilet recedes into the ground as the panels peel away, revealing a staircase that leads down into the ground. Whoa! Oh my goodness. They've got their very own chamber of secrets here, my goodness. I lock the bathroom stall. Bathrooms in Florida are crazy. This is not a normal bathroom. JT. No, you're right. It's a Florida bathroom. No. Oh, I had such a... I mean, oh, I had such a large bell movement. That was loud. Okay. <clears throat> Doors locked. Are we all packed in this stall together? Yep. <laughs> yes. You're all like shoulder to shoulder. I mean, I feel very close with everyone emotionally, but this physical closeness, I can't believe it. I, I, I whip out my night vision goggles and, uh, I will take point. Use 
I'm just gonna turn on a flashlight on my phone. I have the sunglasses over my night vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Cletus enters backwoods splinter cell mode and yeah. <laughs> I guess walks down the stairs. Yep, taking point. All right, while JT is shining a flashlight behind him, uh, there's light in here. Oh. Oh, and I turned the flashlight off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So you all walk down the stairs, and the inside of this lair seems to resemble some sort of Stone Age conspiracy theorist version of a busy bee. It's a limestone cavern lit by various candles. In the center, atop a worn but sturdy wooden lab table, are various test tubes, mechanisms, and chemicals. Strung up across the walls and on other stone surfaces throughout are piles and piles of papers and newspaper clippings. Oh god, is this the end of a Resident Evil game? I'm gonna start taking pictures. This is awesome. Taking pictures of what exactly? There's a lot in here. I guess I'll start taking pictures of like the newspapers first. Looks like Reptile Scott's bunker, kind of. I would quite agree. I think David is gonna wander over to the electronics. One that, and he takes the um, takes the mechanism that he had had been the crocodile conversion talk chat thing um, off his <laughs> off his temple, and he starts kind of like holding it up to the other electronics. I wonder if there's a match made in heaven in here somewhere. And he just kind of <laughs> starts comparing it to the other <laughs> pieces of technology. Okay, Guinevere kind of just walks down the stairs and goes, "Oh my." Stephen, what? Like, what's she doing here? She followed me. Oh, well, keep her safe. You know, she's... She can do whatever she wants. I'm not her guardian. Uh, I, I pat her, and I'm like, uh, you just stay close, I guess. Ah, thank you. Oh, I didn't like that sound. Um, <laughs> I didn't either. I... Um, Claudia would like to go over to the chemicals and investigate that and see if she can kind of, like, figure out what those are. Great. And Hayes walks over with you. Brilliant. You know what? I'm gonna stand guard. All right, and Cletus stands guard, Arletta at the ready. Everyone, I guess, roll an investigation for me for, like, each of the things that you're searching, I suppose. Great. I got a 16. I got a 12. 22. 21. JT, scattered across the room are papers and news clippings, much like in Ocala. They bear the same brown markings and are separated into neat piles. The one thing that you notice is that as you search through the documents and, and take pictures, you only find one recurring theme in the markings. Epcot. Sometimes it's just emphasized, other times it's scrawled out with messy penmanship across a news article, but it seems to pop up time and time again across the various papers. David, you were searching the electronics, correct? Correct. You sift through the scattered electronics and realize it's the internal components of one of the little FM radios that you've encountered before. They've been fiddled with and resoldered. And then Claudia and Hayes, as you look through all these chemicals and liquids at one end of the table, you notice that there are test tubes filled with blood bubbling away. Some over flame, others in a centrifuge, and others still in the midst of some chemical reaction or other. On one end of the table, you notice a strange little cylinder filled with a blue liquid, which reminds you of barbicide. Hayes picks it up and kind of moves it around to look at it. And you notice that floating within the blue liquid is a desiccated human head with a massive chunk blown out of one side. 
David, as you kind of scan the communicator over all of the electronics, you don't really get much of a match or anything. Uh, but then you wander over. Hayes basically says, "What the hell?" And you come over to look, you see the head, and you notice that from the head, like, in where the kind of chunk is blown out, are kind of like little solderings and and pieces of of some sort of metal. Although they don't resemble it in shape at all, kind of give you vibes similar to the communicator. Looks like somebody had a bad day, whoever this is, but it, it looks like they were wearing one of these nifty little communicator things. And by the way, everyone, those FM radios over there are not standard issue at all. I think they've been tampered with, they have. I put my tinfoil hat on. I guess everyone who's looking at the head, so David, Hayes, and Claudia, Roll a history check for me. Eight. Thirteen. David, you realize this, but you're unsure. You're too unsure to say anything out loud because you feel a little crazy. And Claudia, you look at it, and just something about it, you're pretty sure that's John F. Kennedy. Oh, I thought you were going to say Rick Scott. What? (laughs) What? No, no, it, it, no. David? No, no, no. What'd you find? David, do you think what I think? Um, I guess that depends on the nature of the thinking. I think that is John F. Kennedy. What? I'll run over to that. (laughs) I'll grab it from Hayes, and I'll go walk it over to Cletus, who's still standing guard, I assume. Yeah, I, 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 I like, hold my shotgun in between my legs so I can hold the jar with both (laughs) hands, and I get a good look. Yep, that is dead. Son of a bitch. And they blame Lee Harvey Oswald. I didn't know the reptilians were part of it. I thought they... Shit. This is bigger than we thought, fellas. It's bad. And I know know y'all think I'm paranoid, but, uh, you know, you thought the same about uh, lizard people, and then turned out Rick Scott was a lizard person, yeah. Sensei, what does it mean? What does anything mean? (laughs) That's a good point. Honestly, I I, I just... It's as... I mean, I always... I mean, I knew... (laughs) But this proves it. Like, the, the, yeah, a whole the whole government is uh, run by. Doesn't matter you Republican, Democrat, whatever. Uh, it's all been it's all been controlled by the uh, reptilian races, and it's all part of some kind of big stage production uh, that they like to sell us as democracy. But really, it's all been uh, planned from the start here. So any politician is uh, connected, and I mean any could be connected to the uh, lizard people. Is it a musical, Sensei? No, I don't. This doesn't look like the a death caused by uh, melodic uh, interferences. <laughs> oh, all right. You said stage play. I got worried. The thing is, I, I'm very confused about. But why would why would a reptile person need to wear this communicator if it com- allows you to communicate with you with a with a with another reptile? Can't they communicate with themselves just fine? I think that a uh, Kennedy here was assimilated to be. I don't think he was exactly reptilian, but he uh, was assimilated from the reptilian race to become uh, under under their sort of control, and maybe that's why when he was uh, going against what the government wanted, they uh, they fired, they executed the order to take him out, and his chip exploded within his brain, and then they sold it off as a sniper incident. My goodness, my gracious. Yeah, I know. 
It's not being taken over by lizards, Cletus. You're just being paranoid. <laughs> Mailman's not spying on you. You're just being paranoid. But I'm not, okay? It's real. And here it is. And that's the proof. Want to get a good picture of this, JT? And I press my face against the glass, uh, smiling. <laughs> the jar. <laughs> like, whoa! <laughs> Go there and take a picture of it. Beautiful. And as this is happening, everyone roll a perception check for me. Uh oh. Oh, crud. 13. A uh, 5. 18. 21. 25. So all of you pretty much, except Claudia, you hear some mechanisms begin to whir like before. And then coming down the stairs, you hear some footsteps. And then you hear, oh my goodness gracious, David, darling, you're here. Gladys? Oh. David. Oh my goodness! And Gladys runs to you and throws her arms around you. Oh my darling! Oh. David, be careful. Oh, he can't hear me. Shit! I stuff Kennedy into my hoodie, kind of like in my chest. And I take my shotgun and I'm like, David, be careful. And Gladys turns around and goes, Oh my lord, you're. And you're. Oh, you're all here. Wonderful news. Oh, what happened to all of you? I. Good, good moment. Goodness gracious, what a story, really. Are, are you all, are you all right? What are you doing here, ma'am? Gladys, I, I thought you were, you were taken. What? I'm, I'm, I'm of course happy to see you. My goodness, I'm, I'm being so rude. Uh, and I give her a hug back, but I, I'm, I, I just don't understand. I thought you were taken. Oh, be, but be, believe me, you... I, I understand. It's been a whirlwind day, and all of you roll a Constitution saving throw. And David, you have the translator in your hand, correct? Correct. 15. 17. 21. 4. 3. 2. Damn. I should have just shot. (laughs) (laughs) JT and Claudia, you hear, as all of this is happening, you're very confused as well at the appearance of Gladys, but you guys are the only ones that notice a weird noise from the ceiling. And you hear... (laughs) And you notice crawling on it like a spider is the FM, still bearing Cletus's face, oh God. turns down and with one hand lowered, like basically right above where Gladys is, spawns a little glob of guava jelly from his palm and drops it, springs down, picks up Gladys over his shoulder and leaps up into the air again as that guava jelly begins to expand. Having seen this, JT and Claudia, you run opposite directions knowing what's about to happen. And the guava jelly expands into a big mass. And it encompasses David, Cletus, Steve, and Guinevere all within it. And the Florida man begins to run up the stairs. And you hear Gladys shouting, Oh God, no, not again! David! David, stop him! And the guava jelly slowly climbs up David's bald head and like enraptures him and pulls him in as he's he's frozen in jelly like a <laughs> Roll for initiative. 18. I don't want to blow up the busy bee. This is a this is a sacred space. This is a safe space. You don't have to. I got a 24. 21. 16. 23. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here. And today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please... Check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi Western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have like a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? Metal, literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just take uh, cover. Okay. She's, she's a good pilot, everyone. <laughs> she's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Claudia, you're up first. Claudia's gonna turn to JT and just be like, try and get them out as much as you can. I- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go chase after him. And then she just goes and she's gonna I run after the floor. Idea. She's running after the Florida man. Okay, Cletus. I'm assuming you wanna try to get out of the jelly. What do you wanna do? Sure, I got a nat 20. All right, and Cletus, you elbow your way through the jelly. <laughs> And launch yourself out onto your stomach, uh, just barely escaping its grip. <laughs> JT, your turn. Who else is caught in the jelly? Steve, Guinevere, and David. And Hayes, and Hayes. Oh my god, I forgot to roll for Hayes turn-wise. So I guess I'll try to help, since I see Cletus uh, getting himself out. I'm going to go try to help Dave. Okay, David, make a... Are you trying to exit the jelly? Yes. Okay, David, make a strength check. Let's say, JT, roll a d6 to add to it. My strength check is an eight. That is one. So a nine. JT, you plunge your hands into the guava jelly and feel around, and you manage to lock hands with David, but you are unable to budge him out. Steve, your turn. I'm going to try to eat my way out. All right, roll a strength check for me. All right. Fifteen. You uh, open your jaws and hum, 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 and take down some of the guava jelly. But you you are so small within this massive mass that although you've eaten out a small pocket, like you are still underneath it. You are like the little mosquito in Jurassic Park in the amber. Spared no expense. Next up is FM. FM uh, begins running up the stairs and out the door of the bathroom stall. <laughs> Hayes, you see Hayes struggling. Their torso is still above the jelly, and they're trying to make it out, but they just can't. Their legs are frozen firmly in place. And Guinevere, oh god, Guinevere even worse. Guinevere can barely even open her jaws from under the jelly, which brings us back around to Claudia. I'm gonna shoot hydrochloric acid at the Florida man. 
18. That hits, roll for damage. 14. And so as the Florida man busts open the stall door, you are still like on the stairs beneath him, but you have a clean angle and you straight up like Spider-Man. And you see the acid fly up into the air above Florida man's height, basically, and then splatters down on top of him onto his head. And you see it burn away some of Cletus's hair, essentially, as it burns and some of it lands on Gladys and Gladys goes, oh! as the Florida man goes, and since he had just opened the door, you see all of the people in the bathroom turn to face and go, and that brings us to Cletus. Oh, should I chase him? (laughs) I think you should, Sensei. Okay, I'm running after FM. All right, and you run after FM and you run up the stairs and you are now like full big boss sprint and you've caught up to Claudia and you're now like right next to each other. JT. I guess we're still gonna try to help Dave get out of this thing. All right, uh, roll again. My strength check is a nine. I got four. And yet again, you yank and you feel David move a little bit within the jelly, but he's stuck. (laughs) You're really stuck, man. Steve. The Florida man's a fool to think all this jelly will stop me. I love guava, damn it. And I'm gonna try to eat my way out again. Roll that strength check for me. 18. And Steve, with a new determination, begins to uh, hungry, hungry hippo chomp his way through the guava jelly. And you eat out a little trail. It looks like one of those, uh, like, jelly ant farms. And you crawl your way out of the guava jelly. Uh, Which brings us to the FM, as he walks up to the actual bathroom door, so no longer the stall, almost stops to reconsider something for a second and goes, ah! and goes and explodes into a crowd of croquetas. And then you hear from beyond the bathroom door a different explosion further away. Uh, But you can't see it because you're still inside of here. Which brings us to Hayes. Hayes, again, is trying to work their way out of the jelly, wades through a little bit more, but is still stuck. Guinevere, Jesus, uh, even worse. Guinevere at this point has basically just resigned. (laughs) And Steve, I guess telepathically you hear, oh my. It's my time to go. Oh, God. <laughs> Which brings us to Claudia. Cletus, what is our what is our game plan? What are we doing? Oh, I don't know, but I can't let him get away again. No, I agree. We have to keep going after him, but oh, it's stupid, but oh, I don't want to blow up the busy bee, okay? Me neither. I don't want to even see my face. I, like, I, I, I'm actually stumped. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether to chase or not. I feel like we're running this entire time. Yeah. Yeah, we're running and talking. We've got that yeah. endurance. We're really good at this. Um, I mean, we're almost at the top of the steps, so, you know. <laughs> if you spend this turn running, you can make it out of the stall and to the bathroom door, but you'll still be in the busy bee. Which I want to do, but I want to stuff my tin foil hat in safely and, and t- tighten my hoodie, sunglasses, okay. just trying to hide my face as best I can. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll just run up. So, Claudia, after spraying the hydrochloric acid, sees Cletus run up to meet her, and they both enter a sprint together, out of the bathroom stall and out of the actual Busy Bee restroom into the Busy Bee main area. You see people have been caught off guard by the sound of these explosions, and you see out through the store glass front windows, directly outside the actual Busy Bee itself, like in the parking lot, are a bunch of croquetas on the ground, kind of like how there were in the bathroom where he exploded. And you see the Florida man, some people staring at him, Gladys over his shoulder, getting into a golf cart and starting it up. So that brings us to JT. How thick is this jelly, man? It's very thick, but it is starting to kind of like liquidize a little bit more now. Can I cut it? Roll an attack with your knife. 
18. Okay, and David, roll your strength check. 15. David really begins to swim. You use that breaststroke that you learned at the YMCA. And JT pulls out a pocket knife, slices just enough for David to kind of free one of his arms and push the rest of the jelly out of the way. And you spill out onto the ground. (gasps) Oh Oh my goodness, thank you. Steve. Guinevere, hold on just a moment. I'm gonna go get safe uh, Haze first and then I'll come to you. Just hold on. Roll an attack against the jelly and Haze will roll their save. Oh boy, starting to get a stomach ache, but here we go. Shit, I rode an eight. You go to take a bite out of the jelly and you <laughs> And you see Hayes go, oh god, please, Steve, don't vomit on me, please. And Guinevere, Guinevere finally musters up the strength and says, I am the nastiest crocodile! And eats her way out of the jelly as well, spilling out onto the ground. Uh, which brings us back around to Claudia. <laughs> Okay, Claudia, here's my think. Hand me the tire iron. We're going to run out. You go get the motorbike, drive it out. While you're getting it ready, I'm going to try to throw the iron and try to hook it on the Florida man's steering wheel. And then with your magnet, you pull it to one side to make him crash. And uh, hopefully you get the bike ready in time so I can hop on the back and we can chase after him. Okay, okay. Claudia, roll a dexterity check for me. 18. You start prepping the bike. It's not as fast as you would like because that mechanism to open the RV takes a while, but you start to roll it out and you're doing the best you can given the circumstances. Cletus, roll a dexterity check for me to throw the tire iron. Right on. Oh, 11. Uh, Cletus, make a constitution saving throw. Holy hell. You throw the tire iron, and as you see it flying, you see FM step on that gas pedal, and you recognize this is the same golf cart from episode one. This is the one that literally shot flames out the back, like flew, you know. The tire iron, you're just not used to throwing. It lands in front of uh, the vehicle. He runs over it, puts his left hand out the side, and produces a flash of light blinding you again as he tears out onto the road and picks up some speed pretty quickly. Um, JT. All right, so I guess I'm gonna go help Hayes out now. That is a 24. And Hayes seems to have worn out all of their energy trying to fight the guava jelly, but somehow you managed to stab in that pocket knife and work them free. And they go, oh, thank you, JT, and give you a big old kiss on the forehead. Steve. All right, everyone's free. I'm going to run up the stairs. You run up the stairs, roll a stealth check for me. 21. (laughs) Despite everyone being really alert, like under normal circumstances, you would think they would notice you. You slide completely unnoticed and you see what is going on. At this point, you cannot see the golf cart at all. You don't know what happened to the FM. You just see croquetas everywhere. Cletus, like blind hands outstretched. You see a tire iron on the ground and you see Claudia beginning to come out on a motorcycle. David. I I take a moment to catch my breath after the guava. (sighs) And then I just, uh, I head out of the lair and into the bathroom. And you see the same uh, with Hayes hot on your trail right behind you. And whenever you follows as well and says, Stephen, wait up. Claudia, your turn again. Claudia, pull my, pull me on, let's go. That's, yeah, I was gonna drive toward Cletus, grab him. Roll a dexterity check for me and Cletus roll a de- uh, dexterity saving throw to see if you can get on the bike safely while blind. 19. 14. Cletus, you somehow blind managed to uh, get on the motorcycle as it rips past you 
and you tear out, you pick up pretty good speed as well. But the Florida man has some distance and is somehow moving faster than you are. And while you are following him, his lead is growing and growing and he's becoming smaller in the distance. JT. Now that everybody's free, I'm gonna go run after uh, Claudia and uh, Cletus. And you run out to see, you barely, you just, at this point you hear the motorcycle tearing out and you see David, Guinevere, Hayes, and Steve all standing there. What is going on? They just tore out on a motorcycle. I think they were chasing after the Florida so I think uh, we might want to go after them in the RV. Steve, it's your turn. I would like to perceive what direction the Florida man's going, like east, west, north, south. You can see that pretty easily, north. Basically, the same road you guys were on before you pulled into the busy bee. On the way to Tallahassee. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll pile into the RV then. Guinevere and Hayes follow you readily. Claudia, roll a dexterity contest for me. 21. The Florida man gets further still. No. I think maybe if you like recall your tire iron and like stop it halfway through so like it launches forward fast. <laughs> Does the speed the motorcycle's going with that pull? Maybe it can reach the Florida man up ahead. Is it possible though? Can I activate the magnets? Can I get that tire iron back? I will let you do that as an attack with disadvantage, <gasps> yes. but if it lands, I'll let you do some extra damage because it's cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. The first one was a 17 but the second one was a 20. Oh, okay, so 17. Wait, 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 17 plus your attack bonus? Oh, it's dexterity, it's, it's dexterity. Oh, uh, plus oh, your dexterity? Dex? Plus dex, he said dex. He said yeah, it's an attack, it's yeah. an attack. It's a ranged attack, so it- Okay, you don't need it, you don't need it. You hit, you hit, relax. Okay, okay. okay. Roll okay. for damage, I... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> damage is seven. Roll a d4. That's a four. So you're speeding on the motorcycle, blind Cletus behind you. You lift up your arm, <laughs> activate the magnet. It takes a while. <laughs> mm, a car speeds past you in the opposite direction, and you shatter its window as uh, as the fire iron flies through the car. You deactivate the magnet. It flies forward, keeps going, misses the golf cart keeps flying past it, and then you reactivate the magnet again, and it returns, smacking the Florida man straight in the head. You see his head turn 90 degrees. Yes. He swerves off to the left, and the tire iron returns to you, and you see him scream. <laughs> and Gladys goes, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Cletus, go ahead. Time to attack, baby. Uh, while blind? I'm still blind? How long does this last? Forever. Make a constitution saving throw. Well, I'm still blind. <laughs> Critical fail. Yeah, you're still blind. <gasps> God got my hand. <laughs> David just kind of clings to his star of David and hopes for the best. Roll an attack with disadvantage. That's a 14. Damn, dude. Ugh, I can't roll for shit, dude. You fire, you pull the shotgun out off your back like uh, you, you feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger like in any movie, basically. Uh, just aim in, in the direction of like the sound of the Florida man screaming. You shoot and Gladys goes, ah! and the buckshot flies out like through the golf cart, but actually doesn't land on the Florida man, which brings us to JT. JT. I have a plan. 
Why, Steve? I can't talk to you. You're just hissing at me. Like I don't, I don't David. know what you're saying. Put the device on, JT. I have the device in my hand. You're just kind of hissing at me. I, I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to talk to us. Hold on. Let me put the thingy on. Hi there. Hello. Uh, put the device on, JT, if you wouldn't mind. I have a plan. Oh, okay. JT, the call is for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Hi, JT. Steve here. Nice to talk to you. Oh, hi, Steve. This is what your voice sounds like. You're British. I'm British, yes. Surprise. Anyway, we have to floor it right now. Go ahead and drive this RV. I'm going to climb up on top. You need to get me close to the Florida man. I'm going to jump. But I don't even know. I just know the direction they went. I don't know where they went. Flora, JT. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're losing time. Roll a dexterity check for me, JT. 15. You make it out onto the road, and while you still can't see them, you see, like, the smoke left behind by Claudia's motorcycle. It's kind of a trail that you can follow now. Steve, I guess roll acrobatics for me to try to climb onto the roof of the vehicle. All right. 14. Barely. I guess you asked David or someone to, like, throw you out. I don't know. Yes. Uh, sure. (laughs) David, help. Oh, I could give you a booze. Oh, wait. No, wait. I'm not holding. I'm not wearing the, the thing. Um. Oh, you want? It looks like you want to go outside. Okay, here, here. I guess uh, here are my hands. I, I hold my little my little hands up, wanting to get up. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, someone wants to go outside. I mean, you were just outside, but okay. And I give him a little boost. All right, and so David, by the tail, you fling Steve up onto the roof through the window of the RV, and Steve, you land on it like half your body, but because you're scaly and slick, you begin to slide off and you begin to paw at the roof desperately and just barely dig your your little tiny claws barely into the edge of the roof of the RV and manage to just crawl your way back on. All right. And you are now on top of the RV on the expressway, which brings us to David. As I was lifting Steve, I am going to give him a nice, uh, a little bit of a, oh, you know, a nice, um, a, a nice little blessing of sorts. I'm going to give him a little resistance. So uh, next time he needs to do a saving throw, he can uh, roll a D for and add that number um, to the saving throw of his choice. Oh, thank you, David. And the Florida man, having just taken the hit and swerved off to the left, there's oncoming traffic coming. You see the Florida man try to swerve to the right to avoid it, and then decides, nope, and swerves to the left and casts something that you see, like, the golf cart go bump. He slams down on the accelerator. You see that burst of fire from the exhaust, and he goes off the overpass and into the trees below. Oh God. And that's gonna be his turn. Which brings us back to Claudia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell at Cletus to hold on tighter and I'm swerving off and I'm going after the Florida man. How are you gonna get over the- Wheelie, bruh. <laughs> exactly that, a wheelie. <laughs> Roll acrobatics for me. What? That's not good. That's a 13. Claudia, you pop a wheelie, swerve to the left, the oncoming traffic lane, and you try to make it over the concrete barrier, and you kind of do, but your back wheel catches on it, and the motorcycle basically swings forward, bucking both you and Cletus off, and the motorcycle falls down to the ground. You see it plummeting as you plummet. Claudia, you take three points of fall damage. Cletus, you take one as you crash into the trees and the forest below, and then you hear... I don't even know how to handle your motorcycle. Let's see. Oh, no, no, no. You hear it crash into the ground somewhere uh, not far behind you. 
You can kill me. Please don't. Please don't break my bike. You, I'd rather die. Please. Please, God. Cletus, I guess it's your turn. Am I still blind? Uh, roll a constitution saving throw. 16. You are beginning to shake off the blindness now. Can I see the Florida man? Oof. Roll a perception check with disadvantage because he did something last turn. First was a natural 20. Second one's 16. You're recovering, so... As you crash onto the ground, you see like blurry shapes and stuff, but you don't see the Florida man specifically. And it's really quiet. You would expect to hear like the golf cart driving away. It's completely quiet. Can I see the bike or hear the bike? Roll a perception check with disadvantage as well. 16 and then critical fail. Oh. You, you don't know where that bike is. JT, you drive up the expressway for a bit. Like they covered serious ground. And then you just kind of see smoke and skid marks off to the left to the concrete bumper. And then nothing. It's just the trail ends there. Oof. Guys, I, I think they jumped off the, the road. I mean, in the moment of weakness, Cletus was telling me about some very dark thoughts, but I never thought he'd do something like this. I mean, oh! I, I, I don't think it was that, but I, I hope they're okay. Should Let's we... go investigate, everyone. I'm going to jump off. <laughs> You're jumping off the roof into the forest below the overpass? Yes. Yo! <laughs> Roll a dexterity saving throw for me. And I'm going to use David's little gift that he gave me. With David's help, I got a 21. Steve the Flying Crocodile. <laughs> you leap off the RV, limbs outstretched, woo, like a halo jump, and manage to claw onto a tree to slow your descent as you land into the forest below. And I'm going to pull up my little Assassin's Creed hood and keep walking. Wait, where'd you get that? <laughs> From the busy bee. David? Uh, JT, I'm gonna recommend we make the... I don't think we should do anything crazy. This is an RV. It's a very expensive and wonderful piece of equipment. I think let's just pull over and then carefully cross the road. What do you say? That sounds good to me. Just remember to put your hazards on. We don't want to cause any accidents. You're on the expressway on an overpass above the forest, but you do see an exit you can take where you can then pull over and walk into kind of the wooded area. So I'm like, I'm gonna take this exit. A marvelous idea, a gift from God. My goodness, what an exit. And you do so and you pull over. Claudia, your turn. Claudia's gonna get up and make sure nothing's broken, I guess. You took damage, you feel a lot of pain, but you're not in critical condition. Okay, um, sure. where's Cletus? Uh, somewhere in, roll a perception check for him. Okay. 21. He's right next to you. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. Um, you all right? Emma, yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Can you, you look like, are you, like, can you see anything? You look, you look uh, Yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting to see things again. She's going to uh, walk over to her bike and assess the damage. You <laughs> see uh, uh, the fender on the front wheel is bent. So the critical components of your bike, like the engine and everything, are in good shape. But you can't drive on that. And she's going to also look through the saddlebags. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, you open the saddlebags and you see the red cooler inside. Oh, my God. Why? You do not have to be a dick about it. You could have just been like, why are you going to give me a heart attack? Wait, like, wait. What? I just realized something that's very not good. Oh, uh, please add to the list, Cletus. We uh, 
haven't refilled the ice. If she's in a cooler, I hope it's a good cooler. Because I, we haven't been restocking the ice. Glutus, I, I don't even... I, I, is it even worth it at this point? This, yeah, I think so. I, wouldn't you... It's your daughter. I, you, I know that. I know that, Cletus. That is why I've been doing this. That is why I've stupidly jumped over the over... Uh, but it's... And she's going to, like, pull out a pack of cigarettes and she's going to start smoking. Look, I just want to prepare you. I'm going to open that cooler. But we don't know what might be inside anymore. Okay. She's not going to look. She's not She's not even, like, paying you any attention. She's just smoking her cigarette. I take my hat off and um, the sunglasses off. And I undo the latches and open the cooler and take a look. Cletus, the motorcycle's laying on its side, so you pull the cooler out and set it upright. And you open it. And you are greeted with... I wish I could say it was the recognizable face of Adnama, but there is just kind of murky red water in the cooler, bloated skin, puffiness, discharge, a really, really foul smell immediately comes out of it. Probably the worst thing you've ever smelt in your life. And you can hardly even recognize this as anything that was ever living. Um, I close the cooler. Cletus. Yeah. That is not my daughter. And she, she'll offer the cigarette pack to Cletus and see if he wants to smoke. And Cletus starts his bad habit again after <laughs> a few months of going off. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, and thanks for calling the arena. If you know your party's extension, you can dial it at any time. If your psychiatrist has gone missing, press 3. Press 3. That sounds ill-advised. Life is about choices, man. You and I both suffer from a very rare form of mental illness, right? Yep. Yep, that's us. I'm just saying, we're probably not the best private investigators, since we don't know what's real. 
The waitress at the Chinese restaurant. She told me that I needed to complete three trials to find Sadler. Okay, but how long have you been out of your meds? Three trials. The arena, the old factory, the inventor's basement. The inventor's basement. Exactly. Mama, I met someone today. You're not gonna believe this. Half spider, half human. You all have this disorder. We call it the imperfection. Okay, so we just got off the train at a stop called East River between East Broadway and York Street, which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. We are not a cop show, Charlie. Uh, I know that, but we're friends, and I need my friends. How sure are you that these things are actually happening in real life? It seems like reality can be a little slippery. Charlie, Charlie, they're on my face. Amber, Amber, stop, 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 stop it, stop these it. These fucking spiders—they are everywhere. Ah! The Imperfection, an audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.